Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Kali, and I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. I want to start off by saying thank you again to everyone who keeps sharing about my podcast, sending it out. It is working. That's the best way you can help the Weekly Awakening Podcast grow. Every week I'm getting new listeners and it's staying consistent, so I could not have done that without you guys and my long-term listeners, even my short-term listeners. Thank you again. I love you guys so much, and it just means so much to me how much you guys have helped me um, grow with this podcast. It really definitely has grown, and you guys have been there from the beginning know all about the ways. So, I just should call this episode the Libra episode. There is a lot happening this week. This is the week of Libra, and it's going to be a good week. It's going to feel good, even though we're still a week and a half into Mercury retrograde, and it has been a little bit wild. Uh, This is going to be a calmer week. A lot is happening. We're going to find some balance and finish out Mercury retrograde um, with a little more calmness. Again, this week should be a pretty good week. Let's get this party started. Real quick, you know I have my stories. I have a couple stories at the end of this episode. But before, I want to say one funny Mercury retrograde story that happened last weekend after I posted this episode is my, in Libra, you know, we have Mercury retrograde in Libra, my kids use a Seesaw app. And I don't know, well, I use it, I should say. And the teachers post homework if they need to they mostly it's for pictures I don't know if anyone else had this experience or uses seesaw I know I think it was nationwide I don't think our district just our district or maybe it was I don't know however we started getting emails I didn't get any of this but someone hacked the seesaw app and started sending parents pornography adult pornography you know so they literally so people were like going on there and seeing adult pornography on the seesaw app now isn't that some mercury retrograde shit right there i it was kind of funny i meant to post it my story i didn't get any but definitely that is a big 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 mercury retrograde slip up Okay, now let's talk about what we can expect this week in the week of um, Libra, we should say that. Oh, and one more thing I want to say. At the end of me doing these transits, I have a viewer, um, a listener story I want to share with you and then tie into my own experience with it as well. Thank you guys again who reach out to me and say, hey, I have a great story for you, or this is how the astrology transit showed up in my life, and I want to tell you and... And for those of you who let me share it on my on my podcast, I greatly appreciate that. Um, I always think that's fun. So if you have a fun way or a crazy way or a wild way or a sad way or all the ways that these astrology transits show up in your life, especially after you listen to this podcast episode, please reach out to me. Let me know. Or even if you're just looking at my social media stuff, commenting on TikTok, any of that, let me know because sometimes I'll go through my TikTok stuff and... Um, and pull out the comments. I think I read one about last week when someone found out their husband was married or got married while they were engaged. I'm sorry, their fiance got married while they were engaged. Listen to last week's episode to check that out. So let's talk about the sun and Libra. So first of all, the sun moves into Libra officially on Thursday, the 22nd at 9.03 p.m. 
One more little plug here. I got this last year, this honey um, honeycomb calendar, and it's specifically set to my astrology, but it also has the other astrology transits on here. So it's really handy. Definitely, I follow them on Instagram, honeycomb, get one. I can't wait for my 2023 year. But on here, it's really great. I can just go to my calendar and it has the time. That's why I say a lot of the times. It's just not like in my head. I look and there it is on the 22nd, 9.03 p.m. The sun officially moves into Libra and we say goodbye to Virgo season. I love Virgo season, obviously, Virgo rising, Virgo moon, but I'm ready for some balance in my life in Libra season. So when the sun moves into Libra, right away, we kind of want to put our life in order. Especially with Mercury retrograde in Libra, we got to see where things were being very confused, where we needed to find balance, where we weren't... um, where we weren't giving our all and where we were lacking, also where we need to find peace. You know, it just sort of is about Libra is about finding things in order and putting things in order and understanding and fairness. That's very big Libra vibes. And then we have Mercury retrograde, which was really revealing to us and giving us the awareness just where we need to find that balance. Where do we need to find the balance of peace, harmony and love in our life? Now, when the sun moves into Libra, that actually also marks our descent into darkness. Dun, dun, dun. I know everyone hates hearing that in the Philadelphia area, but it it's the truth. You know, I like the dark season, too. I like all the seasons, but we do head, the sun now is headed towards the dark time of the year where it doesn't stay so light. So right away, I even know for myself, like my aesthetic, you know, Venus rules Libra. So we look to the aesthetic becomes darker. You know, yesterday I was like, I'm going to get out my dog Martins and I'm going to wear all black and I'm going to wear fishnets. Like right away, my aesthetic gets darker and I try to make my home a little bit cozier. And that's one of the ways that I get ready. It's funny. It's just almost like my mind is alert to it. Right away, the sun moves in. We head to darkness and it's like, give me all all the fall vibes. And if you look at a lot of like Libra risings, even Libra suns, moons, people with a lot of strong Libra placements, they have a very like dark, haunting, beautiful um, like aesthetic, almost very like Lana Del Rey is what comes to my mind. I don't even know if she has any Libra in her, but like that is a vision of a beautiful vision of Libra aesthetic right there. I have to look, actually. I have no idea if she has any of that, but that's just who came to my head. Um, Now, I like with the sun and Libra, and we have the new moon and Libra, so we'll tie into some manifestations. We got to get our darkness in order before we reach the total darkness. I found that a lot of people have one of the troubles that they have with wintertime darkness or blues is that you're left with your own darkness, right? And that makes it so much more worse. Just like anything, when you're left with yourself, you'll see how you really feel. So I find that people, when we don't have the distractions of the summertime, of the light, of always being out, I feel like I always have to be outside. Even if I'm at home, I'm like outside on my porch. I always have to be outside and it's distracting. However, when we come inside, there's much less distractions. We're in the inner world looking outward. So imagine this. This is the beginning of the inner world of our mind, body, and soul, and we're looking outward. And sometimes we can feel stuck, especially if... We're already entering the season stuck in our own darkness. Dun, dun, dun. 
So one of the things, and as we enter, if you remember this, my episode, my episodes from last year, I have a lot of, I talk a lot about getting through the darkness, getting through the winter darkness, understanding the winter darkness and understanding your own darkness. So if something has been coming to you, haunting you with your mind of something that you do or, or something that you're not proud of or something that makes you sad, you know, get that shit in order. Get that darkness in order. You're not alone. We all have it. We all have our darkness. We all have our sadness. We all have our shadows. And we want to come to peace with them, bring peace, love, um, surrounding that, right? And some understanding. And then when we enter the darker times it doesn't hurt so bad or hit so bad. So get your darkness in order. Again, as we continue into the darker season, I will give you more tips about how to handle that and when the darker times will be harder. One of the things that I love and what I've learned, because I used to always resist it, is like, ah, I don't complain about winter or cold or whatever, is I realized, especially in the January, and I'm sure I'll repeat this when we get to the episodes in December, January. Once January hits, it's like the only quiet time in my life for that entire year from like January to the beginning of March which really is not that long so about nine weeks and I think I'm not alone here nine maybe ten weeks the most if we have a crappy March that is the only time my life is not in constant state of rush rush on to the next thing this and even in my own head again excitement getting out so I've learned to cherish those times and stay inward and again if you want to be able to stay inward in yourself you got to get comfy and cozy with your darkness so you know and we also will become a little bit more cautious about what or who we spend our time with during this time and when the sun is in Libra and like where do we really want to put you know, what do we value and how do we treat that that we value and, and what level, sort of what level system of importance do we want to put for our time? Is it kids? Is it family? Is it work? Is it, you know, what level of importance, what really matters? And that helps us find some balance there. Now, once this happens, you know, Mercury retrograde and um, will be conjunct the sun in Libra and it is perfecting on Friday. So we have this happening. They instantly go into a conjunction with Mercury retrograde. It's like, why can't we get away with this? However, with Mercury retrograde, it will be in, and, I, and I'm and i going to read something with you guys, but it's going to be in the heart of the sun. Right now, Mercury retrograde is getting extra burnt up, right? It's still under the beams as it starts to move in. Um, actually, hold on. I want to read something to you guys. Um, I'm sorry, it's combustion now because it's been within eight degrees of the sun. And then when it's combust, I'll read this to you. This is, I found a good description of it, but from Jeff Claw. Claw, I hope I said that right. When a planet gets to within about 17 degrees, no, that's under the beam, sorry. When a planet gets to within about eight degrees of the sun, the situation gets even worse. In this case, the planet is said to be combust. So combustion. This is, combustion is considered bad that several traditional, okay, hold on. Maybe I should have skimmed what part I wanted to read before I started reading it out loud. I swear I did know. So basically, it starts to get burnt. So we already have things going kind of crazy right now with Mercury retrograde, but the sun is burning it up. So you can't hear it. You can't think it. You can't understand it. There's confusion. It's being blurred. Imagine when you're driving on a road and the sun blurs and you look down and you all of a sudden can't see anything ahead of you because the sun is glaring. Kind of like that. Mercury can't see anything in the forefront of the head because 
the sun is glaring. Now, when it conjuncts, though, you know, it is said to be conceiving, and that is in traditional astrology, you know, which I studied, it is being supported. It's in the heart. It's being um, watched after. It's being taken care of. So I think any of these Mercury retrograde struggles, especially with around making a decision, we're going to feel comforted this weekend in that decision we made. We're going to feel supported in that decision we made, and we're not going to feel so confused about it. So Mercury retrograde things will be kind of protected. You know, maybe this weekend we'll finally get get with our loved one or any of our loved one, friends, family, lovers, and maybe we had some miscommunication but through Mercury retrograde, but right now when it's in the heart of the sun, conjunct the sun, we are going to have um, very understanding communication that gets directly to the point and works with that. And then it moves out and it will be on the sun's beams again until it breaks away. And now it is um, ahead of the sun. So this week, you know, leading up to it, we can definitely feel overwhelmed, a little out of the whack. However, like I said, this actually this week has very, very good vibes. So there's a strong revision to the plan um, that wasn't working again. And when it's in Libra, all of a sudden we see how we need to get the plan working through our own balance. And for some of you, there's just going to be just some confusion. But again, that should lift this past weekend. Now. okay. Oh, yeah. Something else I want to say Mercury retrograde is that... um, I ran two things that happened Mercury retrograde last week, and then I'll jump into um, the new moon in Libra, and then I finish out with a viewer story. So I ran, I went to Nordstrom Rack on Friday, and I ran into my therapist, and it had been almost two years since I had last talked to her. She was my therapist through um, my experience with my ex-husband, and then helped get me out of that and helped me get through the divorce with my ex-husband. For those of you not listening, that is not the father of my children. For those that are new to the story, I guess I should say. And and then COVID happened. We did some facial stuff, you know, uh, FaceTime stuff. And then it was just like I got to a new place in life. I got to a new position in life. And I got to, um, you know, where I think our journey together, at least for then, was no more. I love and appreciate her so much. And it was weird two years later to just run into her. I was walking and there she was with her fiance. And I was like, oh my God, hi. She's like, hi. She's like, I don't even have to. I can just tell by your energy that you're doing good. I don't even have to ask. So that felt good. I'm still reflecting, you know, the Mercury in me. What's the deeper meaning of her and I? Does that mean I need to go back to therapy? Does that mean that I'm repeating old patterns? Like that's right where I want, like where is the message in seeing my therapist? And also something funny that happened I wanted to share is that my mom, she's older. She's 70, going to be 76. Uh, I whispered that because she would kill me if she knew that I said that out loud. And, you know, she lives alone and and she's with me a lot and she has some health issues and she's just harder. It's harder for her to get around and she falls or whatever. And my sister and I can definitely get a little bit paranoid. And so on Sunday, I guess, I didn't really talk to her Sunday. She didn't answer my text, but that's not totally unusual. My sister texted me at like 9 o'clock at night and was like, did you talk to mom all, all, all today? And I was like, no, I didn't talk to mom all day. Did you? And she's like, I've called her all day. She hasn't answered. Answer my text. So I went to Facebook, and it shows that she had been active like 25 minutes ago. My sister was like, I said, she says she's active. And my sister's like, no, it's been saying that all day. And then I call my mom. And she always answers, and she didn't answer several times. So we're starting to get worried. And my kid's father, I was texting him too, and he was like, call. 
do you want me to call 911? I'm like, should we do a wellness check? I'm like, okay, yeah. I asked my sister, yeah. My aunt lives in Wayne, so I got her to get like a key. But then as soon as the police get there, obviously my mother called me, thank God. It was like, oh, hi, honey. There's two, there's these three attractive police officers here. Thanks for sending them to my door. And it was just like her phone was kind of not working. It's been a little bit off, but it was such like, again, a Mercury retrograde debacle right there. She loved having the hot cops come to her door, the Radnor cops, but it was kind of funny. I was like, all right, I thank God. Better safe than sorry. But I will say in that moment, as I my sister's freaking out and I felt the worry in my head, I had to get in touch with my heart and I was like, do I feel the worry in my heart? You know, and I didn't. I didn't feel anything in there. So I knew deep down that everything was fine. I feel like when anything bad has happened, I kind of already knew it. I knew it in my heart. I knew it. There's like this underlining worry. However, it was like the brain worry and it was not the soul heart worry. And I knew it was okay. And, you know, she got too bad she didn't get a strip dance. <laughs> okay. Now to add into the new moon in Libra, to add it to the Libra vibes, we got the new moon in Libra, which is going to be conjunct Venus and opposite Neptune. Um, so the sun moves into Libra on Thursday night. Pretty much then will be, um, then Venus, wait, when, why am I confused here? Hold on, when does Venus move into um, Libra? Oh yeah, so then Ven and it conjuncts Venus. Wait, how does that make sense? Because it doesn't move into... Um, it doesn't move in till the 29th. What's this like? The 25th, 26th, 27th. So it looks like, I don't know. I don't know why my, it says that it is conjunct V. Did I just make that up? I don't know. I don't know why I wrote is conjunct Venus, but I don't think it is. It, it will be soon once, you know, next week, shortly after the new moon, but I'm not sure why I wrote that. But anyways, um, and it's going to be opposite Neptune. That is going to happen. I'm getting a call right now. Sorry. I got all distracted because I'm looking at my new moon notes. And then I was like, wait, is that though? I don't think that makes sense. So let me let me tie back to that. So anyways, the new moon in Libra, the sun moves into Libra on Thursday night. And then we begin in the new moon. And the new moon is going to be, oh, that's is where I got confused at. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wrote down the wrong thing. I was trying to figure out, again, Mercury retrograde. Thank you guys for staying with me. Venus is opposite um, during the new moon. That's what I meant to write in my notes, and then I got it confused because I wrote it out wrong. Venus is going to be opposite Neptune retrograde this Saturday, pretty much the same time as the new moon in Libra. Sorry about that, guys. I was like, wrote that down, and I was like, wait, that's not right. So anyway, so right away, it's going to be flavored with a loving new moon. I think this is going to be a really good new moon. I think this is going to be a new moon with a lot of Vibes around love, happiness, joy, or comforts, and sort of like staying and healing in what makes us comfortable in our comforts. So um, again, with Venus opposite Neptune, so it's like kind of get lost in a very dreamy world. This I wouldn't be surprised if some new love connections hit off during this weekend, or maybe you come together with someone with love, maybe your partner relationship, you guys have been a little bit separated for a while, but you come back together this weekend. That's definitely something I see. So, you know, we're, we're starting, we're restarting, we're starting a brand new cycle with the new moon. And this one is going to be, and we're going to go on for the next two and a half weeks, you know, really the whole next month, but the next two and a half weeks with this new moon and Libra really focusing on coming together again in love, balance, joy, and 
harmony, all the good Venusian things. So um, again, tying back into Mercury retrograde in Libra, a lot of what I said earlier is going to be for this new moon in Libra. So where do you need to make a new change? Where do you need to plant a new seed for yourself? And what's coming to me with this new moon is a lot about planting a new seed um, around self-love and a dream, right? A dream that you've had for yourself, replanting that again, right? Maybe we got lost. Venus has had a hard year this year. We got lost in some of that, but now we're recycling again. How can we manifest and grow our self-love and grow our self-dreams again? Sit there. It's not just something you can, you know, you're going to listen to this and, and maybe it'll stay in your mind and you'll toss it around for a few days. But some of you might need to just sit, take 10 minutes, take 20 minutes, get outside, right? Get outside. We've got a lot happening in earth and um, earth and air right now. Go to the mountains, go to French Creek State Park, St. Pete's where I love to go. There's a few other places I like to go and just sit. Even in your backyard, ground your feet, feel the air and really focus on how can I create new self-love patterns? How can I create new patterns for my dreams? How can I love myself so I can truly love others. I didn't understand that. I was a serial monogamous. People used to always tell me, and I'm still learning it. How can I love someone or say I love them to that depth if I don't love myself? And I didn't understand that. I used to get mad when people would tell me that, but I knew there was truth to it. I just couldn't figure it out. You know, we can only love others as deeply as we love ourselves. And that is the truth. So sometimes our partner love, our friendship love, our general love is lacking because true self-love is lacking in us. So that's what I want you guys to focus on with this new moon is really create um, and bring awareness and plant seeds around self-love, self-understanding, and, um, and your dreams. And what do you want for your dreams? Okay, now we're going to get to the end of the show, I promise. Um, we're going to get to the end of the show, so I am going to tell you a listener story. So, again, I have a listener, and I love when you guys reach out to me and say, hey, this is how this is showing up. One of the things that happened yesterday and the day before, and we're going to feel it today, tomorrow, but not as much, is Venus trying Uranus retrograde. So there's a little bit of rebelling against the status quo and desire to break away from old identities and finding new identities and with Venus around love, you know, our sexuality, things like that. And I had posted something about that and a listener said, hey, I have this experience and this is what's showing up in my chart. So... She had said, I had always thought I was bi, but I found out and the real, real, the real, the realization really came to me like it broke through with the Venus trine Uranus retrograde transit. All of a sudden, I realized I'm gay, right? This is what she says. I am gay. I'm not just bi, but I'm gay. And that came during the Venus trine Uranus retrograde. But it started to unfold a little bit um, a couple months ago or in August, not a couple months ago, in August, whenever Mars moved into Gemini, which moved into her 12th house. So in Gemini. So right away, 12th house, that uncovers our shadows, right? And it covers layers of shadows. So it uncovered layers and shadows around previous partners and who she chose to love and give up her sexuality to and, you know, just like give all that sexual energy I mean to. And Gemini likes to understand the mind. It likes to come together with the mind. So 
when that happens, um, we automatically uncover some things. So as soon as Mars entered there, right, Mars is the shit stirrer. It's the activator of things. It went right into Gemini and it activated this. So she started going to therapy and all of this suppressed because Mars will activate whatever you have suppressed in a big level started come out and as she's working with her therapist she's uncovering more and more and more and more layers and realizing she never felt fulfilled in relationships especially with men things didn't work out you know she's also having a venus year and as and virgo entered venus you know all of this really started even break away even more um and separating that identity as a heterosexual female or as a bi female and realized wait i'm actually gay and So that is really, you know, I thank her for sharing that story about how this showed up. And and it is. I think our sexuality is definitely something that can take years to uncover. It's not so black and white. Not, you know, it you I have my theories on it. I like to say everyone is bi or gay, but we're not gonna go there. It's that's not everyone agrees with that. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you're born or you see people born and right away they're like, I'm gay. I'm into men, I'm into women, and they know. Other times it's more complicated, you know, it's we have layers of what we learned, what we taught, what we understand. And I think sexuality for women is a little bit different than it is for men. Well, we know it is different, but so it's harder for us to uncover that. Now, again, thank you so much for sharing that story and and sharing so the personal experience and how astrology is helping you uncover this. I'm really excited for your journey back to yourself really excited about that. Now I want to talk about my own personal experience about finding out I was bisexual. And really, if I'm being honest, even in just sexuality, it was probably even pansexual. But I have always, you know, I love women, I love friends, but I have a harder time with relationships with women, even though I work around women all the time. Just my had many stepmoms that were mean, you know, I just I had some issues. So however, but I always knew that I was kind of sexually attracted to women. And when I was younger, you know, I had different experiences. And it actually wasn't until my Saturn return, did I actually realize and identify that I was bisexual. And through some experiences that I had happened my with my ex husband, there's just a lot uh, happened. And you guys know this, if you listen to my episode two years ago, two summers ago, but um, I'll I'll one day tell more about that experience of my Saturn return and how that all played out. Just we're getting to the end of the episode, so this is not it. Maybe I'll do it for Pride Month next month. But through that experience, as as Saturn, I had a Saturn return in my fifth house of romance, the series unfolded that I realized that I was bisexual. Not only that, like I never even thought I could in a relationship with a woman then I realized oh you know what I actually can and you would if you would have told me at 18 19 25 I'd be like no what are you talking about like no awareness but then all of a sudden these things happen you know we don't things lay unconscious until they're conscious and all of a sudden these things started to happen experience that totally changed my mind you know and it's interesting how and what I love and fascinating is how when Things shift, right? Like we talk about when things shift up high around us, you know, um, the planets is what I'm talking about. In our personal lives, we uncover, we gain awareness. And those experiences, you know, the planets are here to activate things in our life and to show us and to gain consciousness. We're living a life that is forever about gaining consciousness. For whatever reason, that's the one thing we know that is true. We have to always gain consciousness. I'm not sure why. All right. I've talked long enough. This is a long episode. I don't think I've had an episode this long for a very long time. So um, I just went on 
to that. Again, I'll tell you more about my Saturn return um, story. It's it, it would need a whole episode. But thank you again for everyone for tuning in. Make sure you follow me on social media, TikTok, Cosmic Colleen, 1C, and Instagram. Those are the two places you really probably want to check it out, especially TikTok, because I drop these episodes. But on TikTok throughout the week, as I'm actually living these transits, more things come to me. So I drop a little one-minute video about what's happening. Uh, Thank you again, everyone. I love you all. Have a great week. Goodbye.